Hola, my name is Aida Yanez and I work for Own Projects, one of the partner organizations of Own Farm based in the beautiful city of Granada, Spain. In today's world, we are used to having our food delivered from thousands of kilometers away, but this way of living is highly unsustainable. People are becoming more aware of the need for local production and food safety. Unfortunately, The number of farmers producing their own products is small compared to those selling raw materials to big corporations. That's where Own Farm Project comes in. We aim to teach local and regional farmers in European countries how to start their own on-farm production processes, create added value products and reach a wider customer audience. Our approach promotes a healthy landscape, biodiversity and prevents supply disruptions. Whether you are a seasoned farmer or just starting out, this podcast is for you. Valentina, over to you. Hello everyone, my name is Valentina Gritti. I'm your host and the Global Community and Project Manager of the Slow Food Youth Network. This is the Slow Food Youth Network podcast and in today's episode you will listen to a lot of different voices of inspiring farmers from all around Europe who will answer to specific questions and give us their special piece of advice. Locale. Local. Shock. Local. Cambiamento. Tapir. Gerdelecte. Zacula Ijaia. Food. Change. Welcome to the Slow Food Youth Network Podcast. On Farm. The first topic we will explore is the importance of selling directly to customers. And we will now listen to Raffaele Bomparola, a farmer based in the outskirts of Florence in Italy. Hello everyone, I'm uh, Raffaele. I'm uh, 35 years old. Uh, I'm from uh, Calabria. I moved here uh, in Florence in uh, 2017. I, I'm an engineer and... and um, I always uh, dreamed to be a farmer and uh, in 2017 uh, I, I changed uh, radically my life uh, and uh, start uh, this, new, this new adventure. Uh, uh, I have a, a small farm, uh, about uh, 120 hectares. Uh, Uh, mostly uh, of olive trees, uh, 24 uh, hectares, and uh, I farm uh, to uh, sheep and uh, pigs. From sheep uh, I made cheese, and from pigs uh, we sell uh, meat uh, and other things, uh, ham, uh, etc. Raffaele is particularly keen on managing a direct contact with his clients and selling them not only his products, but also his story. I prefer uh, to go myself to sell the product because uh, no one can uh, tell your story better, better than yourself. We, we, <coughs> we know how we farm, how we made the product, what are the characteristics of the product, uh, what, what, what are the, the better products that, that you have. So no one can explain better than us uh, our product. Also because uh, when we sell to the market, to the final consumer, we, we made a, 
e trust, uh, a trust connection with the client. Uh, and uh, they, they need to see you, they need to see your face, they need to speak with you. We, we show them uh, the pictures, the video, uh, how we work. Uh, this is very important. They are not buying uh, just a product. They are buying a story. They are buying the the maintenance of the territory. So the, they they are buying uh, the work of a young uh, dreamer. So let's take a step back. What does it mean to sell directly to consumers, and what are its advantages? Peter van der Voort, young cheesemaker at Tremaker in the Netherlands, shares his experience with us. We sell here in the farm, uh, at a little farm shop. Uh, we uh, have also uh, in, uh, in Ede, um, there's also a farm with a, with a farm shop. Uh, there we also sell the cheese. We sell the cheese uh, online. So uh, these three platforms I mean, we sell directly uh, to, uh, to the customer and uh, we sell uh, directly to the cheese uh, shops uh, all over uh, Holland but also uh, Germany, Belgium. If you sell directly and I see also my, the, the, the special shops as, as my customers and not uh, to a wholesaler uh, is uh, that I have many small customers. I know uh, the special shop owners so uh, it's very nice to to have this open channel to, 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 your, to your customers. And if uh, somebody uh, thinks uh, the prices are too high or has a problem with it, then uh, they can just stop selling and then it's not a problem because we have a lot of uh, these small customers. And if you would uh, like sell to one or three uh, big wholesalers and they take like 10 or 20 or 30 percent of your uh, year income and they say oh sorry man uh, you you can't uh, put up the prices because yeah we can we can't sell it anymore then we, we yeah we will then you have a problem and then you cannot uh, increase your prices the second question for today is about flexibility how important is it to be flexible and to adapt to what customers want? Let's listen to an example from Germany this time, in particular from the Hofgutkapellenhof, a farm that produces and transforms goat milk not far from Frankfurt. One of the products they make with goat milk is a very special yogurt. They have tried strawberry yogurt to produce and to sell it. And they were able to have a good product, but because they are an organic farm and they only want to use natural ingredients, the strawberry yogurt uh, wasn't a success uh, on the selling part. Uh, because consumers, uh, as a consumer, you know, when you think about a strawberry yogurt, you think about this red, nice yogurt with a strong strawberry flavor. But if you only use natural ingredients, uh, then you are not able to recreate this bright red color as a natural product. And you're also not able to make um, a yogurt really sweet only from strawberries. So that's 
uh, when they decided they would stop selling the strawberry yogurt but instead developed the blueberry yogurt which is really uh, in this blueberry dark blueberry color um, you can taste the blueberry but still you're very aware that uh, you're uh, having um, a sheep yogurt so it's not as soft as the yogurt would be uh, from um, cow milk but you have a more a, a stronger flavor which is really nice with the blueberry and you have the correct <laughs> or the expected uh, color that the consumer would want so you need to try and learn these kind of things um, you have to start and I think that's a really important point if you if you are not starting with trying new products you will not be able to find um, and learn how you can increase the added value another way to be flexible and also creative I would say is to be able to make use of all the products available on the farm surplus from the production included how Let's listen to Daniel from the Valle Vega Agroecological Cooperative in Churiana de la Vega, near Granada, Spain. Also, we do uh, a transformation of the products that we can sell on fresh. Mm -hmm. So when we have a peak of production of some product or we have some productions have affect by uh, some problem of, uh, of the skin or something that mm -hmm. don't look good, we transform it. We just made cans of marmalades, vegetables and fruit uh, to conservation. Valle Vega is a cooperative of producers who make, transform and distribute their products. The direct selling is the uh, main uh, objective of that cooperative. Uh, we, we want to sell control of all the uh, flats on the chain, uh, of, the, of the chain of alimentation. So uh, what we do is to reduce uh, all the intermediaries and sell directly to the client. This gives us uh, more efficiency, so we we reduce the costs mm -hmm. of the pro, all the of the all the chain, but uh, we assume a lot of uh, responsibility and a lot of work by uh, talking directly to the clients, mm -hmm. and the client always have the reason. So <laughs> uh, we have to mm, keep a good relation with them, and mm -hmm. also uh, and because we know them, mm -hmm. um, we put them face uh, in mm -hmm. their names, and mm -hmm. they are not just number, and they follow us by our uh, online shop, also in the markets, also visit us here, and also uh, do the different activities we do, like uh, uh, bread uh, cooking awesome. workshops <laughs> and, and all these things. I also have another example of a very cool cooperative, this one based in France near Lille. We have interviewed Mario Dilsmet, a dairy farmer part of Opanier Vert cooperative, where she sells yogurts and ice cream. The cooperative got together in the 90s with the main goal of creating a space where the consumers could find all the products in the same place. A sort of farmer's own supermarket, let's say. Mario Dill explains that as long as the yogurt is in the shop, it still belongs to the farmer, while once it's purchased, it's owned by the customer. There are no intermediaries and the yogurt is never owned by the panier vert. 
Let's finish this special podcast episode with a few precious tips from farmer to farmer. The first advice comes from Milan Hang, farm owner at Vranay Hang, a farm based in the rural area in the north of Prague in Czech Republic. At the farm they grow their own fruit and vegetables, make jams, spread cider and bottle honey. The farm is also famous for its delicious strawberries. And they sell everything directly to customers. So let's ask Milan, what is the secret for a successful direct selling business? There are a lot of things, but the most important is to grow a great relationship with your customers, to listen to their needs and to know what the customer wants. If an entrepreneur does not have this insight himself, it is impossible to be successful in direct selling. Then it leads to the building of a chain where you buy food as a customer and you don't even know from whom. And there are hundreds of such shops only in the region. But to build a farm where when a customer arrives and gets out of the car saying, yes, I like it here, I feel some energy from this environment and I want to support these people at least with my purchase, because they see that what we are doing, we are doing for them. That's why we do it and what's most rewarding. Also, Mario Dille from Opanier Vert has some advice, in particular regarding working in a cooperative. Soyez vraiment d'accord tous ensemble sur là où vous voulez aller. She suggests you have to really agree with each other on the specific objectives of the cooperative, but also put an effort in always finding a compromise and agreement in the moments of clashes. Maybe you can have a person with the specific responsibility of relationship management within the cooperative and also store management, but if the producers don't agree with each other, there is no way forward. Et si les gens s'entendent pas, c'est pour moi c'est mort. Daniel from Valle Vega also has some suggestions on how to arrange the work within a cooperative. We have established a timetable mm-hmm. and also a Uh, Excel uh, sheet that we coordinate the production. Mm-hmm. So we maintain uh, periodically uh, re- uh, meetings with the producers to establish the uh, the organization of the production. So uh, we distribute uh, the different products to different producers, and it changes every year. So the productions that are more efficient or, or give more money to the producers are, are not uh, in the same hands every year. So it's turning. Uh, and so they, com- they don't compete uh, mm-hmm. each, uh, between each other. The final piece of advice for you is from Peter van der Voort, cheesemaker at Remeker in the Netherlands. And this is all about how to differentiate yourself from other competitors. If you want to make your own product, um, it has to it has to be something special, and um, and I believe that this special can all only be taste. Just that it has a special taste, uh, and yeah, a good taste, of course. Um, Because if you have a good story or uh, are you good with your animals or live in a very nice place, yeah, I, I, I don't think uh, these things are um, maybe for a small period of time, but people are quickly to forget. And if you have a good taste, then 
people will come back because it, it tastes very good. But if you have only a good story, then people uh, hear, the sto- hear, hear the story, buy your product and, and go on, move on, but won't rebuy it. So you, you, you always have to uh, keep coming with new, 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 new people. So that is think that, that that advice that I would give and um, try to make uh, the connection uh, with uh, with the city because that is the place where uh, the people have uh, the money and also want to spend it on these kind of products. This podcast is financed by the European Union and it's part of the project On Farm, with which we aim to teach local and regional farmers in European countries how to start their own on-farm production process, create added value products and reach a wider customer audience. A special thanks to all the consortium partners that helped us recording the interviews for this podcast.